It's time to get in the huddle with Carl Duke, Brian Baldinger, and Jason LaConfora. AFC East, guys. A couple more teams to get to. It's in the huddle. Carl Duke's Brian Baldinger, Jason LaConfora, part of this podcast. We're going to be all over it as the season gets rolling, and uh, we can't wait. I mean, football is back. Let's talk about the Dolphins. Um, I look at this offense, Baldy, and I go, it's impressive. From a personnel standpoint, Tua has all the things you could ask for. They've got, I, I think, young talent around him, speed, versatility. Have they added enough depth? That is my question to you with the Dolphins. Because I think they're, you know, their starters are great. But you and I know this thing is, is a long season. And do they have enough depth to get it done when we start talking about the Dolphins? maybe potentially not only winning this division, but maybe going deep into the playoffs. Well, you know, it starts in the offensive line and the offensive line crumbled last year. Um, you know, the guy that they were counting on the most, Teron Armstead got hurt, missed some time, but played through the injuries like he always does. Um, Robert Hunt seemed good. We got to see, you know, can Austin Jackson hold down the right tackle position? They didn't seem like they had enough depth up front. And then Tua went down and, You know, I mean, they just, you know, the the quarterback position was great when Tua was in there. It was really good. Um, They added Devon a chain, uh, a running back. I mean, Mike McDaniels just covered speed. That's what he wants at that position. So, you know, Raheem Mostert has it. Jeffrey Wilson Jr. has it. I feel like they're good at running back. They added Robbie Anderson at wide receiver. Um, Robbie can flat out fly. So you add that to, I mean, it's it's a track team out there with the cheetah and with waddle and Robbie Anderson, like it's, it's elite speed. You make a mistake, you blink, uh, you miss a tackle. They're going to be doing, they're going to dance on you. So the key is to protect. I mean, this isn't, you know, you know, revelation, they got to protect Tua better than they did. Like he can't go down with the injuries that he had last year. They're just, he has to be concussion free. He just does. Now other injuries might creep up, but the concussion thing would worry me. It should worry Tua. It should worry the whole league if that happens again because it's just too many. And so you don't know that he can be that until you go through 17 games and an 18-week schedule, 18-week uh, season. So that's the biggest question mark right now on this offense is can Tua, and it was the question at Alabama, can Tua line up for 17 this year? You know, I mean, I think Mike White is a – is solid, you know, I mean, he's had his injury history too with the Jets, but he's a quality kid that knows how to throw the ball and smart and all that stuff, Fort Lauderdale kid. Like he's back home. Like that's fine, but really it's about Tua and keeping Tua upright and keeping him on the field. Baldy, why is nobody talking about this defense? They run a 3-4. You've got Wilkins, Davis, Ogba, Phillips up front, Bradley Chubb. They got dudes, Baldy, and, and it doesn't seem like anybody's talking about this defense. Well, I think the biggest addition in the outside of Aaron Rodgers with the Jets, who we'll get to, was the addition of Vic Fangio at defense. Mm. And, you know, Vic is in two places, in San Francisco and Chicago. He's led the league in takeaways. That's a big deal. I was talking to the Jets about it yesterday. Like, it's good that, you know, you could be a top five defense. You know, you give up fifth fewest yards. You want to lead the league in takeaways. That's what Dallas has done two years in a row, or they have the most takeaways over two years, let it one year, second, the other year. Like you want to take the ball away. That's what Vic wants to do. 
they do it in a variety of ways. They give you, you know, kind of the, a pre-snap look that's similar almost every single play, and then they change at the snap. You better get your post-snap reads down correct. Um, Jalen Phillips, number 15 for the Dolphins, going his third year. I think he's going to be a breakout star. He showed it last year in the second half of the season. Uh, we got to see what Bradley Chubb can be. He calls himself the astronaut. I haven't seen him lift <laughs> off in a while, Carl. Like, he's got to be – he's got it lift off. Yeah. So, Christian Wilkins is probably – the best player nobody talks about in this business. But, you know, Jalen and Xavier and Javon and Brandon Jones, like they're, they they could have as good a secondary as anybody in this business, especially if the pass rush takes off and what Vic is able to do and just the command that Vic has. Like he, you know, you, you step in, I don't care if you step on a field with Vic, step in a room with Vic, watch tape, like he gets your attention. And the way that he teaches, the way that he demands – Players like playing for Vic Fangio. And so this defense, like I expect him to be top five in takeaways. And I expect a guy like Jalen Phillips to break out. And Xavier Howard um, is just a damn good football player. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I just look at their personnel and I'm like, they, they got something. And I agree. Uh, a Vic Fangio, I don't want to say he's underrated because he's gotten his love. He's gotten his flowers. But I will say he is one of the best in the business. And you add that with talent. It's a dangerous combination down there in Miami. Before we talk about the Jets, let me ask you about McDaniel. What, 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 he doesn't seem to like the limelight, uh, Coach Mike McDaniel. He just, you know, goes about his business. He's quirky, right? He's kind of, you know, weird in that sense, where he, the way he answers questions. But you talk to other coaches, and they're like, this guy is brilliant. He's really good. And so I'm curious to know what you think about the coaching situation there with Miami, and is he ready to take the next step? Yeah, I think he is. And I like, I, I love Mike. He does it differently. Um, what he does is he really empowers his team with the confidence that he instills in his team. And his job is to not just get the best out of the players, because some players just don't know how good they can be. They don't know the power that's within him. He has kind of that secret power, that hidden power to get that out of players um, to a for example, I think he he underst- I think he believes Tua can be great, like really great. And <clears throat> speed is the difference in his whole business. Um, you know, speed is the is the thing that covers up weaknesses in this business, offense and defensively. They have that. And I just think Mike, uh, I think, you know, he's never really called plays before until last year. So there's there's an art to calling plays. There's there's a rhythm, there's a timing. There's, there's a lot of things that go into becoming a great play caller. You can design great offense, which he can do. Uh, he can believe in his run game. It's another thing to call it, like in the moment. So I think he learned a lot from his own play calling last year and where he could be better. And so I think that's the challenge for Mike this year, is become a better, better play caller um, all the way around. But I believe in Mike in the way that he does it. I think the players respond to it. 